This podcast is brought to you by Pure Waffle and Questionable Ball Knowledge. Enjoyed the show. One nil up. GG's in the chat. He's just like, oh, sorry, you've dropped your child. Had one good season, spent last season injured, and hasn't been amazing. No, I was thinking, I was like, I'm sure there's one more. In the meantime, you you can explain to everybody why there wasn't a podcast last week. Wow, that's the clean sweep, Karen. You've done me. Welcome back to Beers, Boys and the Beautiful Game with me, Finley Dawes, and my partner in crime. State your name, cuz. Um, I was trying to think of a really like edgy rap, yeah, street name. Then you realise that your your name's Kieran. Yeah, Kezzy Wezzy. Kezzy Wezzy on the <laughs> mic. Ones and twos. How you doing, Kieran? I am. Great. Yeah? If you're a lot happier than the other time <laughs> that we've done this pod. Football's this back. I don't know. The first two weeks, we don't we forget about them. Yeah. It's back now. You love it. In full flow. Absolutely love it. Yeah, man. Not not such a great weekend for you, but I'm not fussed. It's gonna happen <laughs> eventually. So top of the league still. We'll see how long that carries Just, on yeah, for. <laughs> you know, don't know who's next, but Everton, isn't it for Arsenal? Oh, light work. He's Everton, man. It's Everton, man. <laughs> it's an inside joke for uh, for those of us that were um, were in the war zone party the other day. Oh gosh, <laughs> we we won't go into other details no, about that. Though. No, we don't need to. <laughs> How'd your FPL go this this week, Karen? Um, not as bad as me, I'll tell you that. I got 40, which is not very good. It's nine more points than me. I only had... Uh, I had one return. Oh, I had Technically, I had three returns. But one of them was a clean sheet, so does that count? Yeah. Yeah, I had three returns then. I had, I had two. One of them was obviously Haaland. Yeah, and then he's had, on a bit of a... Well, he's got 10 goals. 10 goals in six. That's nuts. Well, like five and a half matches. That's silly, isn't it? Yeah. He is He is robotic. I, I yeah, like I said in previous episodes, I am going to retract my what, flop, of, flop of the season. <laughs> Unless he, he goes on a 32-game a run of not scoring. Imagine. Imagine the scene. I, if he carries on at this rate, it's going to be like 50. It can't be 50. Can't be fifty goals. I think he'll break thirty. Oh, easily. It's just the thing is though as well. He has six weeks off when the World Cup's on. So they not qualify. No, he oh, is going gosh. to be in prime shape against tired defenders. I'm not. I don't like that. <laughs> What's the first game back after the World Cup? <laughs> Me to, to search it up. Yeah, and we'll. Uh, I'll. Uh... In, in the meantime, you, you can explain to everybody why there wasn't a podcast. Yeah, last so week. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was food poisoning or um, like a stomach bug going around, but uh, I was really not feeling too great 
I went to work and um, text Kieran being like trying to organise timings and stuff for recording. And uh, then about two hours later, just in the, in the toilet at work, just chucking my guts up, just not feeling great, hot sweats, not good. Drove home, had to take a break on the side of the road and then got home, <laughs> had a nap. Um, Absolute bedlam. And then just, yeah, and then basically just, like, passed out. Uh, yeah, and it was just, like, it's, yeah, and just throwing up all night. So. Nice. Not great. Uh, but, yeah, that's the reason there wasn't a podcast. And now we've got a bumper episode. Well, I don't know if mm. size-wise, but we've got a lot to get through, to be fair. We've got two game weeks. Their, Transfer day. Their first game, Mad City, is uh, Leeds. Oh gosh! Take strike. I mean, they just sh- shipped <laughs> shipped five to Brentford. So yeah, I think that game was a bit weird because in in my eyes, I was like, oh, okay, I know Brentford are pretty solid going back, and obviously Tony's been playing well. But I was like, the other games have nothing special, and I was like, oh, Leeds must have this in the bag. They play in good form. I think they've struggled without last couple of games went since um. They don't have the goals. Yeah, and uh, Rodrigo they're, and, and they was, they they who's the Donny, ah, oh. striker Bamford. Bamford's out. Well, he's not out, but he's coming back slowly. So they're starting with Gellhart. Oh yeah, it's he's just, just like been missing a he lot just can't of. Can't uh, finish his dinner, mate. Like yeah, and and they they make good chances. I think Sinistera's class, great signing. Uh, the the couple goals that he's scored since last time have been great goals outside the box, like pinpoint accuracy, good finishes. Like Harrison's been playing well. All of those, you know, forwards bar the ten, bar the nine, have been good. They just don't have someone in there that can. Yeah. They lost the talisman, haven't they? The, well, they've so. lost their their two, like. Well, senior strikers, I yeah. guess, because then otherwise you've got a couple of like youngsters with not a great deal of experience. No, so. it's uh, but yeah, I think I think they'll bounce back. Like Jesse Marsh seems to have it somewhat under control. Is is Brentford an odd team though when they play? They are Brentford and Leeds are next to each other in the table. Yeah. So yeah. What other games do we oh should we do should we um crack open a beer? Let's kick it off how how it's meant to so be. So I had these before, Kieran. We've got uh Gem by Bath Ales. If you're local to us, you would probably have had this before as well. I often drink this when watching egg shaped ball sports. Um this or Guinness. But uh yeah, it's a lovely Amber ale. I've just lost that bottle cap. Oh well. Yeah. Full-bodied multi-amber ale. Gem is a familiar as walking into your favourite country pub. Brewed traditional British malt and hops. A bittersweet of I've never had this. Beer. I've never huh? had this. you never had it? <clears throat> I don't think so. It's lovely on tap. Very drinkable. I don't know how I am. Though. I'm concerned that everything we've tried would be Levels above if it was on tap. Yeah, some of them I don't think. 
Um, not to point any names, but go on. It tastes. I've just had a swig. It does taste better on tap, but it still tastes good. That's all right. It's cold as well, which is nice. Yeah. Where are you putting it, Karen? Because I've got a biased opinion. Mm. Have another sip. I feel like for me, it's fairly mid. Mid. Yeah. Wow. Probably. I mean, probably top top of. Football League. Okay. Bottom could, of Premier League. I could take a Football League. Although, it's tricky. Because I do think this is nicer than the, uh, the lout that we had. But the, the louts for the culture. But that, that was possibly slightly bumped up because of Anticipation. Per- personal attachment to yeah. it. Yeah. I like the lout as well. It was good. I think, I think personally I picked the lout above this one. But I don't know if it's the delivery method, but every single bottled beer we've had on the, the pod They taste more plain, yeah. don't they? Haven't held up to scratch. But then I don't know if that's because we're not getting like IPAs in bottles. We're having like amber ales and things like that. True. But anyway. I'm going to put that at I'm, Football I'm, League. I'm happy to go with a Football League. Kit. Yeah. It's not the worst one we've ever had. It's not the best, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't jump out at me. Right, Karen, are you ready for our new segment? Yes, I've got to put the poll out. Yeah, last week. Yeah, but I still back in uh, <laughs> Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, I was watching a few interviews with. Um, Napoleon. <laughs> yes, yes. It was on MTV the other day. Um, no, I was watching a few interviews. I do think uh, Rambo would make a good manager. But What? As in? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought not, you not, meant... Not Aaron Ramsay. No, I thought you meant Sylvester Stallone. Oh, no. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> no. No, I'm happy to accept defeat. Big Gordon. Big Gordon up. Yeah. Heckling the fans. Heckling you know, the he would be a bit of like a Mourinho as well. He, he is just getting a red card every game. He's giving it the like hand behind the ear and everything, isn't he? He's loving it. One yeah. one nil up, Gigi's in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that dressing room if you go one or two goals down. Definitely not. <laughs> so we, we move on to the goalkeeper, I assume. Yeah. As we said last time. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? You go first this time. I okay. went first last time. So, so I believe the rule was no sports people. Or is well, it just no footballers? No footballers. Okay. Right. I hope we didn't say no sports people because I've got someone... I can't remember which one it was, but that's fine. Um, I've got a couple of... Uh, couple of shouts okay i need to try and narrow it down right so obviously goalkeepers you need to be big yeah good with your hands yeah (laughs) relatively agile yeah so i mean 
one one shout I I did have as a bit of like twinkle toes along the line. You'd be very agile in the net, but not necessarily a great shot stopper. I don't think right. he'd be more of like a, a, a sort of like an Edison type. He's not amazing okay. at, at at probably saving build, goals. Build up play though, but yeah, yeah, he's very agile in the goal. Um, so Anton Dubek. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I get laughs> movement that. across How the tall line. Is he? I don't. He's know. He's got to be six foot at least. I hope so. Otherwise, that's a very small goalkeeper. A little Anton de Beck. Yeah. His footwork's nuts, mate. That's the thing. He's going to be able to get, get across the line I easily. He's been dancing all of his life as well. I yeah. reckon he's got some thunder in those thighs. That distribution will be on point. Yeah, I'm just... I debate his ability to um, stand big in the goal mm. and possibly boss around the back four. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's what... That was one one that came to mind, and if if we are allowing other sports people, yeah, I was just thinking who will f- fill up the goal, and is Twinkle Toes as well. So Tyson Fury. Oh, he's that's a good shout, you know. He's good with his arms. Yeah, yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. He might take a long time to get down to shots. Yeah, true. But. Uh, I like. I rate that. I'm, I'm going to go with Tyson Fury. Tyson's <laughs> a good shout. I similarly went with a very large individual, um, height-wise. Uh, they weigh in at around 150 kilos as well. Did my research. Um, there's a few things I'd like to say. He's above seven foot tall, so he's quite literally fill up the goal. He also has size 23 feet. You would struggle to... I mean, if that's De Gea making all those foot saves that he does. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Not only, bam, just put your foot in the goal. It's half the the goal taken up. Two, distribution. You're not going to knock it. His goal kick might go (laughs) off the other end of the pitch. That's what I'm thinking. Like, bam, you've basically got another striker there just absolutely hooning balls up. Uh, For his name is Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. He's a, he's a big guy. We we have both gone for just massive blokes. I genuinely think Shaquille O'Neal would be do wonders in the net. He, a he little bit less agile, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but good with his hands. Incredible, massive yeah, hands. But dinner plates for <laughs> yeah. hands, mate. Huge. Fury, Might have to... I suppose, is more, he's more of a puncher in the goal. Yeah, I, was, I, I don't think anyone's beaten him in a corner. No. Um, you, I reckon, if you had them in goal. You would send them up every corner. Oh yeah, seven foot one. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who's the tallest defender? Like Dan Byrne? How tall is he? Like six six. Six six, I think. Six seven. That's that's like a whole half, half a, a foot, foot on top. And Shaquille O'Neal can jump. I mean, doesn't need to jump very far. But... Yeah. Also, fun fact, less football related. He scored one three pointer his entire career. Out of like. 30, 40 shots, I think. Oh. That's, that's but, not I mean, quite the precision. He's not... Yeah, this is my one thing. I was like, mm, distribution from the hands... From the feet. Might, might be yeah. a bit questionable over long distances. But... He could probably out. launch it miles. Yeah, that's though. what I'm thinking. It's not... He's, he doesn't have to put it in a hoop, does he? Yeah. So, 
I mean, we've got massive bloke versus slightly smaller bloke. <laughs> Both questionable kicking ability. Yeah. Good with our hands. Does Tyson Fury have the edge in terms of agility? I don't know. Sometimes I don't want an agile goalkeeper, you know. Well, I just want someone across who's... across the net. Like, I'll take you back to last week. Yeah. There's an in-swimming corner coming in from Aston Villa. <laughs> right. You've got Aaron Ramsdale in that. Uh, Kamar... Oh, I forgot his name. Kamada? No, no. Kamara. Kamara. Not the D. Giving him a little twerk, he can't get anywhere. Nobody is doing that to Shaquille. Shaquille's just <laughs> picking him up. He's just like, oh, sorry, you've imagine, dropped your child. Imagine when you know when they get somebody to stand in front of the keeper. Yeah, and the keeper like he looks a bit like he's penned into the goal. I mean, even if someone stood right in front of either of them, they just stick their hand out yeah. and catch it. Probably one-handed as well. Light work. I think that's a very good shout. Shaquille. I, I think Shaquille. But it was whether... But then, yeah, it was like we said. I don't know if we discussed no sportsman or no whatever, but... I think, know. yeah, I think just no footballers as we can yeah. go forward. Is that with the rule? Cool. So should we should we come back to this And next technically time? he is a retired. Yeah. So... He's a, also, if if the, the club goes down, I'm sure he'd buy it. He's a, he's a more recently... Wealthy man. Probably played or acted... Yeah, in a film, and he has played sports. So yeah, professionally, anyway. He has. He's a yeah, good good shout. I reckon. Yeah, that one will that actually go up to a poll? Yeah, or I'll try we, and make one. We're we gonna come back. If next not, week? we'll come back next week <laughs> with a decision. Yeah. So, Kieran, transfer deadline just gone. What do we think? I, don't know, I feel like it kind of just went out with a bit of like a. There was no like super eh, big you know, transfers, right? Obviously, we all we all knew that like Anthony was happening. Yeah, Fafana was happening. Chelsea was. I guess a lot maybe money, you know? the the big move was like Obama Yang. Yeah, but I'm surprised most clubs had their business sorted done. Didn't they? I think a good good signing? Uh. That didn't go under the way, but Paqueta. Paqueta. Yeah. That's quite West surprising, Ham. to be honest, I thought. He's teared it up in, at Lyon last season. I thought he was, like, favourite to go to, like, Newcastle. Mm. I think Newcastle are still holding out hope for um, Madison. Yeah. I mean, if Leicester carry on, I can't see It's woeful, it. man. Oh. Tielemans is off in the summer, uh, January. Yeah. Well, Madison will be gone. Barnes, maybe. They just sold their best defender. Yeah. They need just... Thing is, I don't think they'll have the money available. Even though they've just made a shed load. But... I heard something... But Brendan Rodgers was basically like... We're not in the same place as we were two years ago, whatever. We can't spend what we were spending then well last five years they've spent 220 million 
that's, they, they that's do a tend, Chelsea transfer. They window. do tend to buy people quite cheap. Yeah, and sell extortionately high. But <laughs> they they've made in excess of a hundred and like sixty mil off two barely average centre backs in Maguire, who has his day. Yeah. And Fafana, who had one good season. Yeah. Had one good season, spent last season injured, injured and hasn't been amazing in like the two or three games he's played. No. I think he will fit in that Chelsea back three pretty well. Especially just behind James. I think it'll be good, but I think that's it's, just 70 it's million, interesting, man. right? It's like so expensive, bro. If if you look at let's say Cucurella's playing yeah as a center back. They've got like 65 Cucurella, 75 to 80 for Fana and I mean I think Kulabali was about 40. 40, yeah. That's that's like a hundred and hundred and eighty mil on three defenders. Sterling as well. Yeah. Well, Bamiang was like twenty. Bamiang, they got they they sign a midfielder. Yeah, they bought some like youngster from Italy. Chukumeni. And Did they that, signed him as well. Yeah, the the Chuku that we can't ever say Chuk- his name. Chukumeni. The the bloke from Aston Villa. Yeah. Chuka. Chukaweze. Chukuweze, something like that. But yeah, they've had a <laughs> they've had a nuts window. But Chukwemeka, Chukwemena, or something like that. We should really probably and uh, Zachariah. Yeah, him too. I was oh, alone. Gosh, wasn't it? they've got huge, huge ones. To be fair, Karen, this might take us on to my uh, hot take of the week. Do you want to run it? Run it. Right, hot take of the week. I don't think it's very hot. It was very spicy and I had to turn it down a bit. I want to hear both versions. <laughs> okay, um... I said Kovacic is the best player at Chelsea. Was that your original That was the original one. And then I had to pipe it down to best midfielder. Does that include Mason Mount? Right now it does. Best. Okay. So best midfielder. Only as. In terms of centrally. Yes. I agree. Only because. Since he's been out for the start of the season, they've looked woeful. I mean, right. Kante's just not not the same. Oh, he's still very good. Yeah. Like, let's not but get that But my favourite pivot was that Kante-Kovacic. Yeah. Even in, the, even in the Champions League when they were playing Jorginho-Kovacic as well, I thought that was really I... good. He just goes so unsung. Yeah. I think his progressive play is so good. Recovery, ball recoveries as well are incredible. He's in something like his defending and 
passing stats are upwards of like the 95th percentile in the Premier League, top six leagues. Yeah. And and it's, he's someone who just like, he gets a little bit of recognition on Twitter and things I see, but like, I think he just goes so unsung. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really do not rate Jorginho. No. At all. Fun fact though, I was doing some research on Chelsea and the squad and having, before last week, so whenever we were going to record it, they've got the highest ball-winning tackles in the Prem, yet still managed to lose the ball constantly. Yeah. And I think that's because they're missing that that key midfield player. Almost like, it sounds weird, but like when Fabinho plays for Liverpool, so much stuff goes through him that he kind of goes like, oh, they're like, okay, Fabinho's got the ball in it, and then it's out to the wing, and then they run it up with the yeah. wing backs and things like yeah. that. They don't have a ball-playing midfielder no. that's, like, Kante's your, your box-to-box ball winner. Mm. I don't even know what Jorginho is meant to Is he meant to be the ball player? I think Jorginho hangs around the box a bit. What, like, offensively or, mm. yeah. I mean, Mount's, Mount's just massively out of form. Which is which, unfortunate. Which brings cause... me on to a different... Hot take. Do we need to run it again? Uh, or should we? We'll carry on. We might have to reload. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, Gallagher belongs at Palace. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't bid more for him. He's not a Chelsea level footballer, in my opinion. Um, Thing is, with Chelsea, it's it's so difficult because they play that three four three system. And if you, you need two you, ball winners, don't you? You need, there, don't you? to an extent, a defensive-minded midfielder. They don't have to be like a Rodri, yeah. but they need to be able to, one, stand their own when they're put under pressure, and two, attempt to get the ball back. And when people like, you know, Mount's been playing in that situation, and like Gallagher, who are way more attacking minded when they get put in that position it just the system flops yeah it it is a system that that can become incredibly unbalanced mm. when you start loading like loads of wingers into your wing back positions or not strikers in your striker position yeah it all gets a bit like it feels very clumped in the middle, and if it wasn't for the fact they've got two really good wing backs, you're a bit like where, where well, Chil- Chil- like Chilwell Chil- got start. goal and assist. Chilwell's starting today as well in the Champions yeah. League. James got or has got a few goals, a few well, assists. Well, they lost. Yeah, Fafana gets man of the match. Don't know why. Nuts, mate. Yeah. One thing I, I was going to say is, and this goes back to England again and the World Cup. Yeah. And our debate about do you take form players or do you take players that you can trust? But, like, if he was picking the squad tomorrow, do you think he would, Southgate would pick I don't Rashford think... or Madison or Tony? You take over think, the likes of Abraham or Mount. I think 
I think Madison has to have a word in now. Or Grealish, because what, what has Grealish done this season? Has he even played? Is he injured? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've genuinely not heard anything from him. I don't know. I haven't seen him anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, do you take those players that are actually in form? Or, or are you going to be like... I think, yeah, it's got... Are you going to be like, you know what, I trust... I trust Maguire. Luckily, Karen, we've got eight weeks until that needs to yeah. happen. Till we we revisit when we we were said we were going to take Bowen oh, <laughs> and Chris Smalling. <laughs> oh, Nelly! Should we go on to some of the score lines over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, let's let's roll that. So, most importantly, Karen, I want to talk about a couple of weeks ago when Liverpool thrashed Bournemouth nine 0 Yes. And then a week later, they struggled to get a goal against Everton. What's going on with Liverpool? I mean... um, How do you answer that? They don't have a midfield? Yep. They haven't had... Well, I I can't even say they haven't had investment. Because they spent eighty mil on uh, Darwin, Darwin Nunes. <laughs> Darwin, Darwin Nunes. Um, <laughs> who uh, about he hit the woodwork like four times on. Saturday. He was the only forward. Bar dip. It's it's so mad, isn't it? How we've gone from Salah being insane last season to now being that worst person in that front three. It's almost like what I said is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I he think... just. I yeah. The thing is, right. The last couple of years, Liverpool have had at least eight of that team. So you got Alisson, Trent, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Fabinho, Fabinho yeah. Thiago, Salah. Jota, Stroke, Firmino uh. and Mane in the best form of yeah. their careers. And is it that is it that they're just going through a rough patch? Or is it that they were just going through a very good patch and now they're not, you know, some of them are a bit older, they're not quite clicking? Or is it that because they've lost... Matip. They've lost their best defender... <laughs> Some would argue. They're definitely their most underrated defender. I mean, Robertson looks woeful. Yeah. Trent. Bar that 9-0. Yeah. Literally. I mean, Cater and Oxo-Chamberlain haven't even been included in the Champions League squad. I mean, fair enough. I I don't like the guy. Or at least I don't think I like the guy. But Harvey Elliott has been put against some decent he's, performances. He's, 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 he's a good footballer. Yeah. I just I just look at him on the pitch and I'm like, I don't think we'd get along. <laughs> but if you are listening, Harvey Elliott, and you want to come on, we can we can work. We can that. sort something out. We can sort something out. <laughs> Drop us a DM. Like Cavalio looks decent. Yeah. But then it's like I'm passing the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I it blew my mind that he has like a really like English accent. 
It's he lived in Fulham. Yeah, I know, but it, like he's Port Portuguese. Yeah, or like that's his. It's like Bellerin, isn't it? Bellerin's yeah. got a really confusing accent. Is, that is that's really odd. He's yeah. off to Barca. Yeah, terminated his contract with Arsenal. Yeah, so they could come on a. Free, I'm surprised about that. Somewhat. I'm a bit sad. I I mean maybe he just didn't want to play second fiddle. I don't think he's second fiddle, man. You wouldn't start him above. Well, I guess Ben White's done all right. He doesn't fit in that system. Oh, because he's the like the attacking fullback, isn't he? And you you don't have a left back that's like happy to sit there. Yeah. Like Tomiyasu will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just that Bournemouth were absolutely woeful. Which they were. Yeah. They weren't they weren't even set up to score. No. They were set up to def- like basically manage damage, the score. Damage limitation. And it went and the it opposite way. Work. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the problem. When and people get in their heads so much, they're like, right, we can't let them score. We can't let like Zaha was saying in that Crystal Palace game, where in the in that post match interview, they're like, We want one nil up and then all we're trying to do is just sit back and hold the ball. Yeah. Like if we carry I, on adding the pressure I genuinely think that somewhat similar to what United did. If you actually take the game to Liverpool a little bit, it puts them on the back foot. Like Everton could have won that game quite yeah. easily. They had numerous chances to score. Um, Fulham, almost. Uh, you'd say somewhat unlucky to mm. to not to not beat Liverpool. Newcastle, you know, if it wasn't for three minutes of added time on to five minutes of added time. Yeah. They would have got a point. So... Do you think people are just figuring out that their system a bit more? Yeah. Sort of I if think you that, can that pin is, is back it... if you can pin back put pressure on that DM yeah. that six and you have high wide players. Because so much of their football revolves around those high pressing fullbacks. You get behind that and you can split those two defenders. Like because they're not they're not performing like Van Dijk and Matip were last year where they were such a cohesive unit when you, when you kind of take someone that's that experienced out of the squad and then you put someone relatively new whether it be Nat Phillips or mm. or Joe Gomez like he doesn't have that consistency and that yeah. and that play consistency like like and then that's where gaps start to see and people will the players will see that like and then just right cool I think so many teams in the league now have transitioned to this pressing style mm. that it's it is now become like it's not any different to any other game. No, obviously, like you look at last season, some teams are a lot better at it than others. Like Leeds would just run around, and then they'd be shipping tons of goals. But then, I don't know someone like Arsenal this season or Liverpool last mm. season or something they're, they're a lot better at pressing than others yeah but I'd like to touch on the VAR calls this week if we oh can oh god and how woeful it's been I I don't understand how somebody can sit there in front of numerous replays and still get it wrong the worst one <clears throat> 
I think, was that Crystal Palace. Yeah. That was shocking. The Tyreek Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing, was it Joe Willock? Willock into... yeah. so he pushed quite a significant push. Yeah, like, like a ragdoll. Into the goalkeeper, taking the goalkeeper out, and then the ball went in off Mitchell. And then they looked it on VAR, somehow missed his push, gave it as a foul yeah. by Willock on the goalkeeper, even though Willock essentially was a passenger in the whole yeah. thing. When really, if anything, it's a penalty. Right? Oh, you carry on, don't you? It's a penalty or it's a goal. Yeah. Right, so... I don't, I, I don't know how they got that wrong. There's just quite a few, like, that... The Chelsea-West Ham one as well. Chelsea-West Ham one, apparently there was a call earlier, just before Antonio scored, where he got carded, made another challenge, should have been carded again. Then, two minutes later, (coughs) scores, gets into a rough and tumble with James, and then that just... James, like, kicked out him as well. Then that bit at the end where it was just... The, the Bowen apparently... Like, I'm not being funny, but goalkeepers get kicked like that every single week. Yeah. By going in going in for the ball. Like, when it's on the floor, it's you know 50-50 between a player and a goalkeeper. If they start giving those as fouls, they may as well make it non-contact. Yeah. That's stupid, man. Honestly. And then the only other one I really wanted to touch on because we're not going to get into the Arsenal game. Although I I will admit from the Arsenal United one, I I thought it was a foul, soft foul. Yes. But on the flip side, there were a lot of in, other challenges in today's game. That tends to be a foul yeah. most of the time. And then, like later in the game, both sides were just—they were just like pushing each other around, and then they'd just be like, "Ah, fair game." Play yeah, it's it's odd. I get the yeah. Is I think the worst thing is right. If that led to a missed chance, yeah. it wouldn't have been given as yeah, a foul. I was just gonna say that had had Martinelli missed it, just be gone. And if he had got a tiny little touch on the ball, would not foul either. No, but he kind of just like. See, Ericsson was pretty weak in that, <laughs> uh, but if you know you're gonna gonna get a foul from it, like yeah, you play to it. And I just wanted to touch on the Villa one as well. Uh, offside. Yeah. The the offside call, which why why he flagged that. I in, I understand, right? Play. If you if you think it's offside, you put your flag up. But then if off, they're told not to now until the. I mean, he can put his flag up fine, but the ref shouldn't be blowing the whistle until that passage is gone. Because what happened, he got the ball, he turned around, he scored. You can check it on VAR. Yeah. You can't go, oh, well, we got it wrong, but... You've scored. You've well scored. Because you can argue that they plucked out. Like... What, what are they going to do? Like... Because they showed the replay straight away, and everyone was just like, "Well, it's onside." Yeah, it was just stupid. It's stupid. It's it seems like oh, we've got a set of rules, except we're not going to follow them. We're just going to make it up as we go it, along. It's just. And I thought every, they, I thought everything was meant to be somewhat black and white. Yeah. 
at the start of this season and that's why they've made all of these new rules and legislations and, and factors to account her in for and yet they just it's just it's just every week it's just a car crash everything yeah so everything's really inconsistent because like in the United game you got fouls mm. like the Odegaard foul going on all over the pitch yeah well so, he got he got carded for that yeah, and that Scott McTominay one before him, where he absolutely he pushed him in the back, just just yeets Martinelli yeah. off the pitch. It's just like, yeah, cool, fair game. And then like, I, no I can't remember if he ball. got booked for it, but Saka went in late on yeah Malassia. I can't remember if that was a booking or not. That was a, that was a question. You know, Martinez stepped on Jesus's foot at yeah. the start of the game. Mar- yeah, just yeets his yeets his leg out yeah. as well. Like. It's, I, that's where there's too many inconsistencies. I understand you have to let, let you can't blow up for everything, right? Yeah. And they've said, I think they've said they're going to make an effort to not blow up. Yeah. For all every time someone falls over. But if you are going to give that Odegaard as a foul, then you have to give everything like yeah. that or nothing like that. Yeah, exactly. And then it comes down to the whole. Clear and obvious. And did he make a clear and obvious mistake? Who <laughs> uh, knows? I, yeah, I mean, like, the Tyrick Mitchell one was clear and obvious, and I don't know why it got disallowed. No. Actually, no, he didn't make a clear and obvious mistake. The clear and obvious was mistake was when they disallowed the goal. Yeah. So... Uh, it's, it's just, just waffle, it, man, it's taking over Premier League football to the point where it's like, is it ruining Premier League football? Yeah. Because you I, score and then you have to wait five minutes to find out if the goal is Saying that, have you seen the new VAR that they're trying to Yeah, it's like semi It's like 3D rending, isn't it? Isn't it? It's... I saw one on TikTok as well and it was like every single box decision that's called offside... Don't know why you don't just do this. And this guy was just on Photoshop and just drew around the box and then essentially set up a grid. Yeah. Like perspective in I've, the box. And I was so like, that's just... Because the Everton disallowed goal where it's like foot... Connor Cody's foot was like just... Yeah. I saw a different angle where he was on side. I think a lot of it as well, because they're filming it in 24, 25 frames a second. When when they're kicking the ball, you can pick a frame that's the ball is leaving. One their of them, foot, he's onside, or the ball is offside. just like connected with their foot. Like yeah. you've probably got about two or three frames in there that can. If someone's full tilt, they're going to move along the pitch. Like I always find there's like inconsistencies with the lines drawn yeah. as well. Like sometimes they seem really like wide. And other times it like someone's arm is like hanging over. Also, like, it's just... I don't. I get the whole like, oh yeah, we need to be consistent. But do I really care if Connor Cody's foot is two millimeters in front of a Everton uh, uh, Liverpool defender? No, I care if his whole leg sticking yeah. out. Right. This is why it's a good thing that from a couple of years ago they got rid of like the arm. Yeah. So it's, I think it's your shoulder now. Yeah, any playable bit. bit so if you, yeah. But yeah, it's like you're being given offside by a body part that you can't score with. Yeah. So that was good. 
Like this is the thing. Like I don't, like I get that. Like if a foot's hanging over, yeah, okay, because you could make a con. Like if a ball was whipped in and your foot's in front of a player, you could probably knock it in. Yeah. But like if it is literally like man on man, and it's and then millimeters, then millimeter. I don't care. I'd rather have yeah. them like cool. That's a fair challenge. You can see that they're challenging each other. Bish bash bosh. Yeah. I think yeah. The the offside thing with VAR is that it's like it's not a clear and obvious thing. It's like a, they draw a line is is he offside? Is he onside? Mm. It's not like you know millimeters, and you could say you know what, fair enough. Human error. Yeah, we just because like five years ago, we are as football fans we. You know, you you lose a by a goal to a tight offside call. You're like, well, you know, unfortunate. It might have been offside, That's but you're the like, way the game how goes. how a linesman can tell when he's sp- sprinting, yeah, like watching the ball over there when it's played and along the line. And I honestly think most Premier League fans would be like, let's just use it for handballs or. Mm. Because so many people in like foot, the football league, where they don't have to deal with VAR, it's just like it's natural that there will be mistakes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Should it should it go? Should it stay? I think something has to change because they are costing teams like what could turn points. out to be vital points. You know. Yeah. Newcastle would have won against Crystal Palace and that could be the difference between them finishing 8th or 7th, you know? Which is millions. And European yeah. football. Could you know, <laughs> if that happened, you know, the other way around and it's like Bournemouth had, had a goal like that ruled out, that could yeah. be Relegation staying up or staying going up. down. Yeah. That's what happened a few years ago where the Aston Villa goalie like carried the ball into the net and the goal line technology didn't go off and that was Bournemouth who got re- or Sheffield United who got relegated so nuts yeah I, right. d- I don't know where I stand with VAR anymore <laughs> <laughs> it depends because every time it goes for you you're like yes keep it in and then when it goes against you you're like what is the point in this I was livid at that that Odegaard foul honestly I was don't as soon as it happened, swinging out, I said, "That's a foul." <sighs> you weapon. Right, I heard you got a quiz for me, Karen. I do. Should we play the? Should we play the, play the, the jingle? jingle? Sweet. Vince fun. Vince fun. Vince fun. Footballing fact. Vince fun. Vince fun. Vince fun. Footballing fact. Harlan's just scored another goal. Has he actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And Mbappe's got two. It's Juve. It is their world and we're living in it. <laughs> Goodbye. The time of uh, Ronaldo and Messi is over. Do you think it's Har- KDB assist as well? Harland, Mbappe are the next two. You reckon? Yeah. I don't think there's anybody aged between those two. I'll tell you what will be quite exciting to see is if in 10 years we have a load of new, nor- new Norway players. 
Yeah. Because of the whole, because he's just going to spark and have a, like a huge drive for like crow like I'm trying to think like like Ibra right comes yeah. in huge and now we're now getting like more loads integration of Swedish, Swedish youngsters, youngsters yeah. yeah I think it's going to be great mate yeah anyway let's do the quiz the quiz uh, so because European football is back yes it's partly European football okay partly Premier League because okay. that's what we talk about most of the time yes because <laughs> we love the Prem uh, I hope, hope you're uh, I your am going to be exposed Kieran okay question one question one which player has scored them that's sorry I've made a massive spelling mistake okay <laughs> <laughs> which player has scored the most goals in the Champions League that hasn't played for Real Madrid or Barcelona. Ooh. And interestingly, out of like the top 10 or 15, yeah. like 11 of them have played for Real Madrid or Barcelona. Okay. Um, is this like ever? Yeah. Oh. These I'm questions gonna, are gonna a bit go, tricky, so I I'm will, gonna go will give for... some clues if necessary. Uh, Lewandowski this was a, a tricky point because I included him in the Barcelona because he has not made a European appearance but has okay. made appearance okay, for Barcelona cool. I'll, I'll rephrase that then yeah um, I should have specified that no that's okay that's okay um, oh, I'm trying to think I was quite surprised um not played for Real or Barca. I'm trying to think of teams that have done well in the... Um, uh, let's go for... Oh, gosh, my mind's going... Jesus. No, because he's played for Barca. For Barca. <laughs> it's surprising <laughs> how many people played for both. Um... Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. Kaka. No, no. he's played for Real Madrid. Yeah, I was just thought. I just <laughs> I, thought well, that. I was, I was like, reading no. through the list. It's like Ronaldo. Yeah. Real Madrid. Messi. Barca. And it's like Neymar. Barca. Yeah. Uh, Van Nistelrooy played for Real Madrid. Yeah. Suarez is yeah. played. Benzema, Lewandowski, yep. Henri played yeah, for Barca. That, Henri came into my head, and then uh, I was like trying to think, oh, maybe Aguero, Barca. Yeah, Ibrahimovic, Barca, yeah. and then uh, the actual answer is Thomas Muller. Is it? I was going. I was thinking of another, and I was going to go on like goals he scored. Is it? Yeah. I was thinking of like Bayern players. Yeah. Then I was like, I don't think Nabry's been at the club long yeah. enough. Robin's played for Real Madrid. Yeah. And then I think the other two in the top 15 were like Shevchenko and Inzaghi. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's, it's mental how much, <clears throat> how much like influence or how many times people played for Real Madrid or Barcelona yeah. and scored an absolute tonne. 
They're just of European yeah. mega giants, aren't they? Right. So, question two. Yeah. How many different English clubs have won the Champions League stroke European Cup? Um, I've got to think. So, Villa. Yeah. Chelsea. United. Yeah. Nottingham Forest. I feel like there's another one. Yep. Um, am I being really dumb? Yep. Am I? I think you've missed um, a big, a big one. <laughs> am I? Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like uh... Liverpool, and they're like seven yeah. Champions League. Titles. So that's five. Um, I reckon there's. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna go six. It's five. Is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's not. I was thinking. I was like, I'm sure there's one more. I was going thinking back to the episode we did with Ben, and we were going. You, yeah. you and him were going back and forth, but I was like, oh, I'm sure there's another so, one. Celtic have. Uh, that's that's yeah, why. So it was British teams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is ropes, yeah. man. This is ropes. I mean, the, these are somewhat difficult questions. Okay. Uh, who has played the most Champions League games without winning the trophy? And I... I will happily give some clues here. If you Are they them. English? No. Okay. Um, should I get three clues? That's one of them. Yeah. Most Champions League games yeah. without... Without actually winning the trophy. Okay. So, do they play for an English club for the majority of their career? Um, they played for two different English teams for the majority of their career, but have also played um, abroad. Is he French? He is not French. Ah, okay. Well, I don't know why I did that. Um, two English clubs. I'll tell you that they are Arsenal and Chelsea. Uh. Van Persie? He never played for Chelsea. Oh, am I being a mug? I'm being a mug. I just got Giroud in my head, mate. That's why <laughs> I was like, Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. It's not... Um, Andy, like Cole? What, Ashley Cole? Yeah. No, he won it with Chelsea. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh, Karen. I'm trying to think of two players that play for England. He also played. He does still play, but I think he plays in like the second tier of Italian football. They're not English. Why am I going through English players? Um, He was a midfielder. I'm being a mug, man. I can't (laughs) think. Genuinely, I hate this because I just get exposed for like literally knowing nothing. 
My head just goes blank. Um, he was at Barcelona for a bit. <sighs> you may most recently know him for his time at Monaco. Is it Cesc Fabregas? It is yeah. Cesc Fabregas. 104 games. Jesus. And I think he... So he left Barca and then they won it the next season. And then he left Chelsea a couple of years ago or a few years ago. And then obviously they've, they've won it recently as well. It was a curse then. Yeah. That was woeful <laughs> from me. Honestly. <laughs> Okay, uh, question four. Yeah. Rank these three from most to least Premier League goals. Okay. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah. Ben Mee. Yeah. John Stones. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go for... I can tell you that they're all 10 or below goals. Oh, that does not help. That does <laughs> not help at all. So Gabby scored five last season. But, okay, so I'm going to go for Ben Mee, John Stones, Gabrielle. Oh, it's so close. Is it? Ben Mee, Gabrielle, Gabriel, John, John Stones. Stones. Nah, that's, how, many's, <laughs> how many has Gabby got? Eight. Eight? Yeah. <sighs> John Stones only got a six. I was I was teetering on it. I was like, I know Ben. I was just going to say Ben Meath because he's been in the Prem for the longest. Yeah, and I was like, he's he's definitely scored more. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I don't. Oh, has Ben Meath got nine goals? He's got ten. Mad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. To be fair, like these aren't easy. Nah. I think if I got asked these, I would struggle to get them all. <laughs> The only one I would probably get for sure is the English clubs to win the Champions League. Yeah. All the rest of them are just basically making oh, straightforward right guesses. No. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> to end, we all love stats, right? Okay. Which player in the Premier League has had the highest shots per 90 minutes? So I'm thinking somebody has not played too many minutes but had a ton of shots. Shorts per 90? Yeah. Or somebody who's played loads of minutes and had equally loads of shots. Um, the conversion rate is uh, 4.6%. I'm going to go for Alvarez. No. Dan James. No. <laughs> In Ketia. No. No, we don't. We don't, we don't have a <laughs> conversion rate in. Um, Jesus. Uh, Jesus? No. no. Um, I don't know. Mitrovic? Um, no. No idea. It's uh, Darwin Nunes. Is it? 7.7 7 shots. He rail him on off. <laughs> yeah. Per 90? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But he hasn't... Oh, he's, he's, yeah. he's played probably about... 120, 130 minutes. So he's, he's, I mean, he was firing them in from all over the gap, yeah. wasn't he? 
Fatties. Wow, that's the clean sweep, Karen. You've done me. I can only imagine next week is going to be incredibly difficult. <laughs> <laughs> is it the 10th app next week? Um, You know what? It might actually be the 10th. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to do something special. Um, one, two, it, three, it, four, wait, no, this five, is the tenth. Seven, eight, nine. Oh my gosh, this is the tenth. Yeah. Cheers. Maybe we'll have to do the uh, the eleventh belated as birthday. the celebration. Mm. Should we round this one out with a um, uh, Rocker's opinion? Rocker's opinion. Let's let's run the jingle. You know nothing about football. That's such a stupid thought. How could you even think? Do you even know who he is? The Rocker's opinion generator. That's mad. Good ball knowledge. The Rocker's opinion generator. The Rock. The Rocker's opinion. All aboard, right, Kieran. I'm gonna pick. Uh, actually, you're going to give me a number between one, two, one, or uh, eight. Um, five. Okay. Celtic. Um, give me a hot take on Joe Hart. I think he was actually a very underrated goalkeeper. People people probably remember him for his recent times. Bench warming at Tottenham, bench warming at Burnley, dreadful at West Ham, dreadful at Torino. But, you know, the bloke's got about 80 England caps. True. A couple Premier Leagues. Do you want to know something really? And hasn't he won like three or four Golden Gloves as well? So like he's in the twenty-one twenty-two season in the Scottish Premiership. He kept seventeen clean sheets. I can't tell if that's impressive. Out of thirty games. That's all right. I don't think he'd be able to make it in the Premier League. No. <clears throat> no. Again. He's a bit washed. Yeah. But in his heyday, I mean, he was by far England's best goalie. Yeah. Like, no offence to Ben Foster. It's a shame he had to ruin it with all that securing the bag with head and shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Since then, I think it just went downhill, didn't it? But at least he doesn't have dandruff. True. Hey. No dandruff, baby. Duran, 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 Duran. His name is Joe and he dances between the sticks. And on that note... I think we've lost it now, haven't we? Thank you very much for tuning in to Beers, Boys and the Beautiful Game. I say as Milan equalised to Salzburg. Absolute scenes. Um, We will find you here next week. If you got it this far, make sure you rate the podcast five stars. Go and follow us on the line. At BBBG podcast on all your social media platforms. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Kieran. 
It's been a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, and we'll see everyone next week. Thank you very much. Also, I'd like to address, I think at the end of the last one, I said, come on, you Spurs. But I definitely didn't mean that. Did you? Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Well. I would like to retract my <laughs> statement, please. Don't come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Down with the Spurs. Down with the Spurs. <laughs>